You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You are gonna have to do this. I know. You gotta come up with a name. So if you don't come up with a name, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start throwing some out. It has Tropical to be s- summer six. Swimming with scabs. Okay, you've got to get like Skip. let go of the scab thing. But I, re- but I really but that's think like that one works. of your favorite words. Like you call the meth heads next door, like a scab of meth heads. Really? Is that like a tick that I have? You I have a scab it? tick. I don't know. Ew. No. <laughs> that's a horrible phrase. No, don't ever say that. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. Sure, you're just totally normal. A scab tick. Ooh, no. Never mind. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available. Available. Dang it. Messed it up. It's wow. Friday. Greg's, then Greg's used all of his talking words. All my talking words. Uh, then available via podcast, wherever podcasts can be found. Well, they're all over the interwebs, All aren't over they? the interwebs. Anywhere that you can find so podcasts. So I hear. You can find Fun Employment mm-hmm. Radio. It is true. Uh, so thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. I we've, do feel like we've used a lot of words this week. Yeah. We've used just, a lot of words. Is there like a limit of words that we can I use? I think that like sometimes people just kind of reach like a, their peak mm-hmm. of how many words. they. I think that we we used a lot of words. Okay. All right. But we still have more to say, Greg. Right. I, mm-hmm. I didn't keep track exactly of how much there was. You've got to count them. Okay. That's, All right. That's I'll, the I'll try point. to do that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we've got a bunch of stuff lined up for today, including, I do have to say this now. We're going to return a segment we haven't done for quite a while. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Science is going to be making an appearance oh, on this show. Oh, my so God. If I you have missed that bastard. If you are listening live at funemploymentradio.com slash live, you can hop into the chat, enter in your questions for Dr. Science, and when he makes an appearance, he will dispel the untruths you may have learned in your learning. That sentence, again, it does, not make, it does not mean what Well, that's Dr. Science's does. words. That's, the, that's sure. the promo code he wanted on there. So, uh, <laughs> so, anyway, we've got all that. But what we were talking about at the beginning... Is uh is this so Sarah? Of course, if you well, if you don't know about this, every summer Sarah pretends like she lives in an apartment <laughs> complex here in the Portland. The way you say it, it makes it sound so terrible because it's it's it true. is. Um, the apartment complex you actually live in is not the one where you pretend to live at. It's not. So you you go to this place. They have a pool. You have a pass that you illegally obtained from someone. I didn't illegally obtain it. Somebody gave it to me. Uh, do you live at the residence? You almost said the name. <laughs> yeah. Do you live at the residence where that uh, pool pass is good for? I don't think that's the question. I think it's uh, the is question, the do pool, you not live at the residence? Is the pool pass <laughs> only for people who live at that apartment complex and pay them money to use the facilities? Probably. So you have a pass, and you go there, and you pretend to live there so that you can go to the pool. I don't necessarily, but you know what? I I feel like I respect the pool. I feel like I earned my pass. Like, I help clean up afterward. Like, we're the cleanest, I'm the cleanest non-tenant that they have. <laughs> I clean up after other people. Like, people leave, like, their bottles and cans really? around. No, yeah, we'll, we will totally, like, clean up the pool in the area around. Like, people leave, like, food wrappers, and I'll make sure that everything's cleaner than when I got there. I've been there actually with you before. Uh, n- no joke. I have never seen you go around and clean up other people's stuff at that pool. I'm just calling I a have little too. bit. Of, <gasps> well, you never go, Greg. Of... You never go to tropical summer. So <laughs> who are you to say? I've been there before. I have been there before. But it's also known um, a couple of things with this. You know, it's uh, it's known that there have been at times a number of strippers who are off duty who hang out there. Uh, there have been actual call girls. The paid professional um, ladies of the evening. There have been some prostitutes there. Yeah, that's okay. It was prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, you're let's dancing just, around it, but let's just let's call it what it is. Yeah, there have been some whores there. I would say more hooker. I would say whores. Yeah, yeah. You think so? Yes. Okay, that's the term you would. I use. would say that there. Well, there are strippers, and I'm not saying the strippers are whores. I'm saying right. there are strippers. No, these are women who are paid to have sex. Yes. Yeah, those those kind of ladies. <gasps> oh my god, I don't even think I ever talked about the last time I was at the pool with the stripper that was there. <gasps> what? Oh, I forgot about this. Okay, well, so so real quick, I want to yes. do whatever this is because I don't know what it is. Um, so you you go there, you pretend to live there, and then you give it a name each year. So it's always called Tropical Summer. Yes, and then something like mm. you had douchebag stew, Tropical Summer uh, stripper soup, stripper soup, Tropical Summer uh, hanging tough, hang, hanging tough. And then you had a, you had a couple other ones. I had too. a couple other ones too. Yeah. I had them all written out. And now, of course, I can't remember. Okay, um, but, but this yeah, is the sixth summer. Yes, it's the sixth one. But I have to say, I only went to tropical summer because I've been just so busy with like weddings and like work and all that stuff. Uh-huh. I've only been probably like 
five times, four okay. times maybe. Okay. So I don't. I really was having a hard time assessing what it should be called. But every time I've gone there, the water has been. I have to say, the thing that stood out this year, the water has been the murkiest. <laughs> I have that ever. That is not seen a good it. sign. Maybe it's just overchlorinated. Right, that makes things murky. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, full of something. It's uh, full of all kinds of wonderful things. Probably no. mosquito eggs or something like that. Well, it got so, to the point. Like last time I was there, I swear to God, I was standing in like three foot, like three feet of water, and I couldn't see my feet. Oh, that is bad. <laughs> it was in bad. a swimming pool. In a swimming pool. That's. That's kind of gnarly, It dude. was pretty gnarly. Except I wasn't even going to get in because it looked so gross, but it was so hot outside. It was one of those days that it was like almost 100. Then I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to get pool diseases. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get pool diseases. Do you have any open cuts on your hands, on no. your arms, on no, your body? No, I'm good right oh, now. Oh, you have your ear, though. Your no, ear that's sealed. Was... It's sealed. Oh, boy. You're going you're gonna to dunk your head under the water? Oh, God. Not anymore. No. Yeah. Yeah, you think about that one for a little bit. So you have an open wound on your ear. I do not ear. have an open wound on my ear. It's healed. Uh, and it's not completely healed. I guarantee it's there's some... It's grown back together. It's cr- Did I tell you? That's I showed, a whole other story. When I went to visit my dad, uh, I showed him because my dad is the doctor, which of course makes me uh, part doctor, as we've and talked about is, before. Uh, Sarah, logic, yes. But he did say, he's like, oh, because I finally told him, I didn't mention the falling off the bunk bed thing, but I did say I, I fell and split my ear. Right. And he did say that I did a good job of sticking it back together. <laughs> Well, there you go. I am so classy. Wow. That is pretty Other people, classy. like, go back to their parents' house and, like, talk about, like, their impending nuptials or, like, having a baby. And I'm like, Dad, I split my ear in half. I feel down. But I stuck it back together. <laughs> Does it look okay? <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're getting up there. You've learned some things, Sarah. You're your own woman. You're a strong, independent woman. So... You're, you're, <laughs> what I'm saying though, that thing's not entirely healed. <laughs> it is. God damn it, it is. And you're gonna dunk it into I'm murky water. I'm not dunking water. my head. In, no, like that. Just that you just ended that for me. No, I'm not sticking Where my head. People in the are water. basically bathing in that. Will water. you stop it? It's basically a bathtub. It is. It's a giant bathtub that an entire apartment complex comes down and bathes in. That's that's what goes on in there, and and plus other things too. And I imagine there are a lot of people with cuts in that pool. It just kind of, it just kind of seems like yeah. that. You know. It is. Mm-hmm. And there's kids in there, so who knows what they're doing. God, there have been more yeah. kids. You know what? Yeah. I thought that was an unwritten rule. You know, I don't pay any money to live at that apartment to have all of the kids come over to our pool. <laughs> I love how angry you get about people who actually pay to live there utilizing what I have to say, for. the people, my friends who do live there of are what, not... You have one? One No. Left? No, I have uh, one, two, three... No, I I know like five people who live there. I don't believe it. I yes, oh, I do. Oh, maybe tangentially. Okay, I I know a little bit of what you're talking about. And I also about. have you my. You may happen to and know. And there's of my someone. other band of pool friends who also don't live there who go every year. So like, there are friends who there are people who I know only because of the pool, and they have never lived there either. But I know. <laughs> so them. that makes it okay. So they're also free. <laughs> but we've all been there. Yeah, but we've all been going for years. Like it's almost like it's like a really <laughs> shitty club, and we just go there for. For years, like every summer, meet back up and we're like, oh, so we all live here again, huh? Someday, somebody's going to drop a tip to the management at that place. <sighs> somebody's going to rat you out. Will you stop it? I mean, I'm not going to do I'm it. I'm not doing anything. I am doing something. Yeah, well, yeah st- you are. I mean, that's, that's not get around that, but uh, you better watch out. Somebody's going to rat you out someday. Will you stop it? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Mm-mm. But uh, it could happen. Also, you could get something very dangerous in your ear. I'd be Will very you stop it, Greg? So, I'm sorry you have to work this afternoon, and you're mad that I'm going to the stripper smirky bisque, whatever it is that's going to be this year. That's that's not it. That's you lashing <gasps> no, out. No, you're scaring you know me. I know. Yeah, you're lashing out right now because you're scared. You're scared of what's going to happen. Oh, I do have some of that liquid Band-Aid stuff. I'm going to put some of that on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you creeped me out. All right, so how about uh, Tropical Summer 6? Stripper bisque. What? Stripper bisque. No. No, no. It's more of a bisque this year. No, bisque isn't good. Bisque isn't good. I don't know. Suntan soup? Because it's full of of sunscreen. Like, everything is just, like, covered. It's like an oil slick in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh... Okay, we, we, we can think of something. We can think of something. But I am saying, so with the children, so the children have been more prevalent this year. Something about Exxon Valdez. I think we can work something in there <laughs> with the oil. All right. Well, but the children, this, I have to say, even my friends who do live there, which I have many, 
Mm-hmm. So many. Right. Live All there. of your friends All live there. All of my friends live there. I don't have a single friend that does not live at this apartment complex. Sure. Um, they don't want the children there either because this is why this is like more of the adult <laughs> pool. And the it kids have like had an overflow from the children's pool. pool. It's not your pool. <laughs> it, it, if somebody is paying to live there, they can bring their kids there if they want to. Are you gonna? Or are you gonna walk up and tell somebody? Excuse me. Actually, the kids' pool is the other pool. It's across. It's across the street. That's kind of where oh, you belong. God. Last time I was there, it was just squealing kids playing Marco Polo for two hours. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, but the stripper thing. That's what I was going to tell you. Yes. So last time I was at Tropical Summer Six. Um, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to work things. I'm, I'm going to take some of uh, people's suggestions. Every time I say it, I'm going to use one from the chat. Uh, Tropical Summer 6 BP spill. <laughs> There's one of them. Um, there was a stripper there last time who was on... She And I know she was a stripper because at one point somebody asked, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm a stripper. Okay. So that's what happened. Wow, that's and pretty clear. she was very clear. She told us where she worked, blah, blah, blah. She looked like she worked where she said she worked. Okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, so... We're there, and I'm with my friend, uh, with a couple of my friends. One of them is a guy, and the stripper like really takes a, a liking to him, and he's there like kind of hanging out with one of my other friends. Okay. And uh, so they're so basically the stripper's sitting next to him and like engaging him in small talk and stuff. And my, my friend and I are in the pool, and we're just kind of you know hanging out and drinking water. So the stripper likes your buddy. Yes, the stripper liked my buddy's gentleman friend. So I guess when wait, we you, wait, your buddy's gentleman friend, your your friend's boyfriend? Not yeah, not a boy, but like a guy that she was hanging out with. Okay, all right. So it's me and my, one of my uh, girlfriends in the pool. Yeah, the guy that she is seeing is sitting in a chair next to him. The stripper is sitting. Okay, all right. So she is sitting there. The stripper's talking to the dude, and they're sitting there G- talking. Give the dude a name. This is getting confusing. uh Larry. Larry. Okay, so okay. the stripper's talking to Larry. All right, and uh, so and you know Larry and the stripper are talking. And so like meanwhile, m- my friend and I are in the pool. And the stripper finally, you know, she's kind of, she's pretty messed up and she's just laying there, you know, kind of falling out of her top. You would have probably liked her. Yeah. And uh, eventually she gets, like, we see them talking. It and, depends. Yeah. Depends. So some of the some of the strippers there that uh, I've seen, they're not the kind I would ever, I'm not a big go to strip club kind of guy anyway. Also, I don't think I'd want to pay them to see their, I would pay them to keep their clothes on. Mm-hmm. We have very different opinions about what makes an attractive stripper no i didn't say that she was attractive i said she had big boobs okay that was all all i was saying um no chuck i don't think that you were there for this uh so the so the stripper anyway ends up getting up and leaving at some point and the dude larry like looks at my friend and i and he's like he's like uh did you see what just happened and we're like what just happened apparently the stripper Got up when she was leaving, and she's and she was like, "Oh, I'd really like to get to know you better." Took her bikini bottoms and pulled them down, Ugh. like in front of her. Showed him the front of her vagina at the pool in front of like I mean, there were other people there. Nobody else saw. I guess he's like, "Yeah, she just pulled down her bikini bottoms to show me her vagina," and that's how wow. he said it at the pool in the middle of the day. And wow. then she's just like, yeah, I want to get to know you better. And then she ended up like staggering away. That's it a classy was gal. disgusting. That's a classy lady right there. She didn't there. get in the water, though. Uh, are you sure about that? I'm positive because I was there when she got there and I, and I was still there when she left. Uh-huh. She had not gotten into, gotten into the water. Right. So it's uh, so it's safe then. It's Another safe tropical summer suggestion. Tropical summer six. Strippers have kids, too. <laughs> <laughs> Stripper spill. <laughs> Stripper. Stripper juice. My doctor says it's not contagious. <laughs> Stripper juice. That's not a bad one. Well, we, you, you're definitely going to have to settle on one by the time we're done with this show. Oh, yes. Yeah. So. No, it will be named before right. I get there. All right. Um, yeah, and Stripper Bisque, by the way, I have to attribute that to Jez. He was the one that came up with that. Uh, so which one? Stripper Bisque. Stripper Bisque. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know about stripper bisque. I don't think. Why that's don't the you one. know about that? Yeah, it's too close to biscuit, and then it's going to get confusing. I th- I think stripper bisque. I don't I don't like it. But a bisque is like a, a I know what a bisque is kind of thing. And I know what, what it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I'd say I'd say suss out some other ideas too, though. Maybe we could do something with broth. Stripper broth. That's that's more along the lines. But maybe you don't even need stripper because there haven't been very many strippers. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You're going to have to think about it, though. Mm-hmm. That's some murky waters that you're that you're uh, trolling through with your No, no. I, 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 I checked in with uh, my friend today, and he said that they've cleaned it out. <laughs> they've cleaned it out. 
They put it dumped in uh, some Neosporin or some antibiotics. In oh, the God. It's not chlorine. It's, they do just, yeah. It's penicillin you need in that thing. Yeah, to just Just circulate penicillin. Oh, God. That'd probably do it. You have successfully ruined this for me. I'm not trying I to ruin really it. I was really excited. I've been talking to my friends all day. We're all getting together. We're going to go. Uh, we're caravanning down to Tropical Summer. I mean, I'm going to leave my apartment where I live there, and then I'm going to walk down the stairs right. to, the, to the pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Well, anyway, uh, so there, there is that. You will, you will be doing that this afternoon, and we will have to come up with a name here without this thing. Okay, I've got something. This is a different topic. Okay. I've got something to ask you and to see if you have ever experienced this, because it's been a long time since I've had a person like this in my life. All right. To where I, I, I feel this way, to where I have this kind of an interaction. So we've talked about how uh, I have my three wars going on in my life. Okay, yes. The, the war at home in my house because there's that rat in my basement, which I still haven't gotten. <laughs> Is that still there? <laughs> I think so. I haven't gotten him. Fucker's smart. I don't know how it got in. I have a clean house, but I have meth head neighbors, which attract rats. And then that guy, so that's, I think, where it came. So then the meth heads, they're the other war. They've really fired things up. They like literally. They're setting fires now in their backyard. Are they burning the rubber off of they're, the wires? This again? is what they do. They steal the <laughs> wire and then they don't feel like stripping it themselves. So they set a fire and just burn it off. Burn off the well, rubber. I mean, yeah, that's casing very of the resourceful. Wire. Yeah, and so and then the the other war is this. So this is the one with the upstairs neighbor. Now, if you listened to the show earlier last month, you know we had a lot of problems with noise. Our will, floor wars. Floor wars. Mm-hmm. I will say this: she has settled down. It hasn't been too bad. I mean, she she was messing with us for a little bit, and I think she realized that it wasn't fun anymore, and she stopped. Yeah, yeah, she did, and but it has settled down, so I give her credit. But unfortunately, (laughs) I had that encounter with her outside of the building where it's one of those things that wasn't spoken, but we just kind of came to this point where it's like, yeah, we don't like each other. Mm -hmm. We're we're not. We're not going to be. We're not going to be friends. We're not. We're not even. We're we're just. This is how it is. We don't get along. Mm And, and sometimes that's just the way it is, and it's kind it of is. refreshing. Yeah, it just uh, that doesn't happen to me that often. You know, I'm th- I don't really have. I mean, as much as I, I I complain about some things, I'm usually I can find some kind of common ground with someone to have a conversation with, even if it's just like on a business level. We couldn't even come to that. So <laughs> somebody in the chat just said sexual tension. No, <laughs> I can assure you, it is not. Oh my gosh, what if this is like the kooky story of how your love begins? <laughs> oh. oh, she was she was in the room above me and made all this noise and was such a raging bitch. <laughs> but then we decided we loved each other. No, no, <laughs> I can guarantee that is not it. There is nothing going to happen there with that. I don't need. I I also don't. <laughs> Sexual I don't know if she's into dudes or not. She is because she's divorced from a man. Remember I, all that? Yeah, that doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Either way, I don't care what she's into. No, it's from not, my I'm investigating, not. she she's into dudes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, that's not going to happen with mm-hmm. the two of us. But uh, now that now that's happened, never say we never. Complication. Now we accident. Like I swear, at least twice a week, I accidentally run across her in the parking lot where we're the only two people. And my instinct when I see somebody in the building, like, because I, I know it's somebody parking or somebody coming into the building, even if I don't know them, you know, I'll just do like a polite smile nod. I always do it. And then I catch it and she's doing it too. And then we realize it's each other. Oh, God. And then it's like, and then it switches to this. Okay, don't let down. And then we just realized who we're looking at. And then she gives me this like sinister, like smile, like a total hate smile. Oh, I hate smile. I do hate smiles sometimes. It's a hate smile where it's like we both realize and like, oh, hmm, okay. Like this is the way it's going to be. This is the way it's going to be. I hate hate but smiles because it's they're not that. so – it's, like the, the, it's, the, it's the uncomfortable thing where it's like we're, we accidentally smiled at each other. And then it's like – And oh, now you have to. Yeah, now you have to. Because you can't to. like glare at each other. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. I hate hate smiles because they're like such a there's so many levels because every each person who's doing the hate smile knows that the other person's doing it and you're both aware that mm-hmm. you don't mean it. Yeah. But you still do it anyway. Right. Because you feel like you have to smile and then it's just it's so many layers of awkward. Yeah. No, the hate smile is I have to do the hate smile sometimes too. Well, who do you have to do it to? Um bitches. <laughs> I don't know. All right. No, I mean just people that I, I don't know. Like I've, there have been people that I haven't gotten along with, but who are who I have mutual friends with. Uh huh. Who like we just have to. It's like a just a mutual like toleration. Oh okay. We just only like mutually tolerate each other. All right. For the sake of the other person. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So people were like, you smile. I feel like, like girls have a lot more of these kinds of things than guys do. Yeah, maybe. I w- I would say so. I'm gonna guess so. 
I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be a guy. I don't yeah. know how you guys. I, uh, this seems like more. I don't of a know girl what kind thing. of passive aggressive shit you guys do to each other. Uh, generally, not not a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't like someone, you either say something <laughs> or you just don't hang out with them. That's that's that, a fair that point. Solves that one. Solves that problem. Um, so well, at least she's okay. calmed down a little bit. So that's good. Yeah. No, and I I give her credit for that. Mm-hmm. I give her credit for that. But it's still it's full on hate smile back and forth. And it's just, it's something I'm not used to. I'm just so glad that I never had to talk to her because I'm not involved in this. Well, I'm involved in this, clearly, because I'm part of the business, but I'm just so glad I've never had to speak with her. Mm-hmm. That the awkwardness is just between you guys. You wouldn't, you, it wouldn't work out for you. It would go poorly? Yeah, it would go poorly. You, yeah. you would not like it. Okay. You don't like confrontation anyway. This is somebody who thrives on confrontation. And I, and I, I do well in it, too, if it happens. Like, I can, I can talk. But uh, I don't think you would do well in this situation. Mm-mm. I don't think it'd work out well for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I would, I'm not I'll handle anything. that side of it. You do it. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, hate smiling. I just wanted to make sure that was an actual <laughs> thing. It is a thing. Okay. I mean, it's passive aggressive, but it's a thing. Well, it's it's an accidental thing. <laughs> like, because obviously we don't want to talk to each other. Mm. But then we have to do that, and it's like, oh. Eh. Well, it's like when you make eye contact with somebody, and like you, like if That's you guys lock eyes, you have to smile. No, you don't have to smile. But you inadvertently, we, like, you we're can't already yourself. smiling before mm-hmm. we realize who it is we're smiling at. And then it's like, oh. Oh, it's you. Oh. All right, uh, it's being asked who would play her in the film about you guys falling in love? Who would play Greg? Uh, Greg would probably be, well, if we're like, reaching for the stars here, it'd be Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stretch. She, who does she look like? Uh, I don't know. I would say, like, maybe a shrewier Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett? Or what, Kate Winslet, maybe? Not Winslet. No? No. Like the blonde one. I don't think Kate Blanchett. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to think about it, because she has, like, blonde hair. Okay. So, I don't know. All right. All right. (laughs) People are suggesting people playing you. Uh, There's Warwick Davis. (laughs) Uh, Someone else said Peter Dinklage. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, and Tara Reed. Oh. There we go. I'll hang out with Tara Reed. God. Your standards are applaudable. I said I'd hang out. Hello, my friends. <gasps> Gwyneth Paltrow, that would be it. That's because it, it's the exact same temperament. Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, because she's like blonde and snippy. Okay. And kind of. Well, then we're just. Then it's just Iron Man. And she looks like she's one of those girls that's always cold all the time. Just cast Iron Man. Recast it. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But don't you know those girls? The girls always look cold. Yeah. Like it's like 90 degrees outside and they're like wrapped in like a shawl. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that's what she looks like upstairs. She looks like one of those uh, always cold girls. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. The story isn't the best part of this, but I just wanted to read the story because of the person's name in the story. Okay. Of course, it's out of Florida. Now, three Florida residents were arrested this past week after they reportedly made fraudulent purchases at two different stores. Okay. Uh, so, three people were the perpetrators in this. So, Paul Miller... 22, Vincent Mitchell, 19, and my favorite name of all time that I've ever heard in my entire life, 19-year-old Cherry's Waffles Tennis was arrested as well. I swear to God, her given name is Cherry's Waffles Tennis. Cherry's Waffles Tennis. Cherry's... Plurals. All of them. All, all plurals. Cherry's Waffles Tennis. Wow. 19 years and this is my favorite headline the headline is 19 years ago someone made the decision to name their daughter Cherry's Waffles Tennis <laughs> uh, so uh, Cherry's Waffles Tennis asked the clerk to punch in the credit card number instead of swiping it now the clerk became suspicious when Cherry's Waffles Tennis got a little fidgety according to the arrest report uh, they then went into another store to try to use the fraudulent card blah 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 they got arrested Cherry's Waffles Tennis there she is in the chat oh that's unfortunate she should get a pass Seriously, cherries? Not even cherry. No, no, I knew, no. I knew cherries. a cherry one. C H E R R I E S. Cherries, waffles, tennis. Wow. So on Facebook, I, I did write. I'm changing my name to Macaroni Hot Dogs Basketball. <laughs> right there, you go. <laughs> That's me. Just somebody drunk thinking about things they like. <laughs> I like cherries. 
Yeah, I like uh, waffles. I like waffles. Waffles are good. I played tennis when I was in high school. I was pretty good at that. Sherry's waffles tennis. Sherry's waffles tennis. You sound like the waitress on It's Always Sunny. I know. That's what I think that was I'm a pretty doing. Good, that was a pretty good impression. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I can't invite to that party either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. There you go. Sherry's waffles tennis. Just had to bring that up. Moving on. Uh, Greg, did you know, of course, uh, women are oppressed everywhere. Yes. Uh, in, in, in many places. Did you know yes. that women are now actually being oppressed by sharks? Okay. Greg, okay. a new study has come out that sharks are sexist. Really? Yes. Sharks are nine times more likely to kill a man than to kill a woman. Wait a minute. How is that being sexist? I think that's the other uh, way around. It's a sexist shark. Sharks are nine times more likely to kill men than women, according to new research. Isn't that sexist? If you're going to apply that to it, wouldn't it be sexist towards men? Uh, no, because the women are being ignored in this scenario. Therefore, sexist. <laughs> People are saying their names. I'm sorry. Back to the Cherry's Waffles tennis right now. People are picking their names. I want to see all of your names. Uh, Nipples is saying that uh, their name would be Tacos Vodka Honey. Uh, hockey. Tacos Vodka Hockey. Tacos Vodka Hockey. Hmm. What would yours be, Greg? Uh, let me think about that. I bet I know what yours would be. What? Uh, pizza burritos stalker. What? Pizza burritos FIFA. Did you say stalker? Soccer. Oh, soccer. FIFA. Okay. Because it has to end with a sport. Right. So yeah, yeah, I'd say football like, more. Okay, so you'd be pizza, I mean American football. You'd be pizza burritos football. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I, I might want to work that out a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I can maybe go with that. <laughs> All right, there you go. I was just trying to help you. All right, so anyway, okay. a sexist sharks, back to this. So a study of unprovoked shark attacks shows that men were targeted in 84% of the incidents, and uh, men were victims in all 89%, uh, excuse me, in 89% of all fatal shark attacks. Isn't it just more men out there? Because it's like surfing, right? It's surfing, and but I, I mean, say, ladies surf I too. I know, and I know ladies surf too, but I'm saying... I'm going to guess, I don't know the statistics, that it's more men surf than women do, just by the numbers. So that's probably... Sexist sharks and sexist Greg. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe <laughs> there are more women surfers. I'm not a big... I'm not a surfer. I'm just going to guess. Um, I'm going to be peppering in uh, Cherry's Waffles tennis the entire show, the entire world of crazy. I want to read a couple people's uh, things, their okay. names. Uh, Cammie's going to go with Ice Cream Bourbon Swimming. Edward is cheese at Dr. Pepper Bowling. Uh, Shock is Pizza Mountain Dew Nintendo. <laughs> uh, Rick is Meatloaf Slayer Quarters. Ooh. I love people. I love people. Uh, so uh, the study showed that there has been a threefold increase in unprovoked shark attacks over the last 30 years. Uh, Australia saw the biggest number of fatal attacks with 32 of the 170. God damn. Oh, I guess this is over 30 years. Like, with 32 of the 171 shark attack incidents resulting in death. So in South Africa, there are 132 attacks. Uh, and the United States saw 769 attacks, but only 25 fatalities. That's a lot of attacks. Mm -hmm. Over That's how long? Uh, over 30 years. Oh, okay. But 769 is still... I mean, divide that by 30. That's still a lot a year. I don't want to get in that water. No. No. A um, couple more. People are uh, Jez's apples, pancakes, golf. Suman is curry, slurry, curling. <laughs> <laughs> I love people. So there you go. United States is highest with the amount of bites, but it has the lowest percentage of fatalities. Okay. All right. Next up to Las Vegas we go. Greg. Three women have been accused of stealing two Rolex watches from a pair of male tourists that they were having sexual relations with by hiding the timepieces inside of... Oh, I'm not going to say it. Why not? Their mouths. God. Oh, yeah, okay. No, vaginas. Oh. Uh, the robberies took place at the Encore Hotel in Vegas. Two of the suspects uh, met one of the victims at the hotel bar. Now, after some conversation, the group returned to a hotel room that the man was sharing ah. with his man friend. Uh, the group was soon joined by another lady. Oh, her name's Trinity, and that's the third lady. Three. So it's two guys and three ladies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the start of a party. Now, the man's friend arrived a short time later, according to reports. 
Uh, the <laughs> Ladies, don't stick things in your vaginas. I mean, you should stick things in your vaginas. Don't stick Rolexes in your vaginas. It's not a purse. Don't do that. Now, the man showed up, and the victims and suspects all started to have sex. All five of them. I don't. It doesn't really say how, how that was happening. Okay. Uh, sometime during the sex. This sentence actually says, sometime during the sex. Sometime well-crafted article. During the sex, uh, the victims were persuaded to remove their Rolex watches. One valued at $12,000, and the other worth around $4,000. Uh, a short time later, after the sex, the victims realized their watches were missing. Oh. Uh, so the, I guess the ladies had their clothes on and they were running down the hall because one of the suspects and one of the men chased the suspects down the hall, but backed off when one of them pulled out a stun gun and threatened the man. One of the ladies, oh. the three ladies, were running to the elevator with the Rolexes. Okay. Now, according to the police report, surveillance video inside of the elevator shows two of the women hiking up their dresses and inserting foreign objects into their vaginal regions. Ugh. <sighs> the women were arrested by Las Vegas police at the taxi pickup area of the Encore. Wow, they're really on it. They're watching those elevators. Yeah. Uh, the women were detained at the hotel, and officers dis- uh, recovered a stun gun and one of the watches. They couldn't find the other one until there was a strip search. Oh. And they were able to unbury it. Wow. Yeah, generally, if you just meet two ladies at a bar... They're like, let's go upstairs. We'll call our other friend too. Like you just met them, and that's going to happen. Be a little careful. <laughs> be might be a little suspicious. Our friend uh, Sybil's in the chat. Oh, awesome! Hi, Sybil. Uh, so Sybil, uh, just going back to the name, Sybil would be sandwich beans cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> I love these names. Oh wow! What's going on? Uh, I saw another. We're, sorry, we're still on the notes. air. I'm just letting you know. Shut up. We're still doing a show. <laughs> As I, this is your segment, so I'm kind of letting you lead that. Um, I want to throw things at you. All right, so the ladies are in jail after sticking the Rolexes inside of their vaginas. Next up, out of Fort Myers, Florida. Okay. Uh, this reminded me of uh, the story. I actually sent it to Brian Wood because, uh, Greg, how do you feel about ketchup? No, gross. You ketchup pretty gross. I think ketchup is really disgusting. You do? Yeah, I don't like it very much. Oh, okay. I like it mixed with mustard. No, that's double double the gross. What? Why don't you double up on grossness? Throw some relish. You know what bothers me about ketchup when people abuse macaroni and cheese and put ketchup on macaroni and cheese? That makes me mad. There's such a waste. Makes you angry. It makes me angry. Yeah. Because macaroni and cheese is a delicacy. Yeah. And you don't muck it up by putting fucking tomato water on top of it. Oh, this is a this is a hot button issue. Mm -hmm. You know what? uh, Well, if we're gonna just briefly talk about hot button issues when it comes to food, sure. Um, really quick, I want to bring this up because I, I didn't get a chance to talk about it last week okay. or earlier this week. Um, I've noticed a a large number, a, a big uh, resurgence in finger licking. I just want to get this out there right now. Gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. Don't be the person at out in public and eating and you're with your gross hands and then licking your <laughs> fingers afterwards. It's nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see it. If you're eating wings, I'm sorry. You don't lick this. You don't don't lick the sauce off of it. That's what I'm saying. This is my opinion. It's just my opinion. You could have a different one, but I think it's gross. You just wipe it off. No, that sound alone. <laughs> he has such a reaction. I'm not licking my fingers. I'm just making the, the sound. sound of someone licking their fingers. <laughs> is a lot for you me. You guys know his weakness. Now. For me, it's like like for some people, like nails on chalkboard. That's that sound is oh oh, it's gross. Don't lick your fingers like that. Wow, tangent much? That's my thoughts on it. All right, <laughs> back to ketchup. Uh, and I, I apparently, I may be in the minority on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, you don't dip french fries in ketchup. You dip french fries in mayonnaise. No. That's the ticket. You don't dip french fries in anything. You dip french fries in mayonnaise. It's amazing. No, they're perfect as is. No, no, you need french fries in mayonnaise. Maybe a little bit of uh, let's honey let's mustard. A, we'll agree to disagree. No, okay. honey mustard with french fries? Are you crazy? That doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. That does not work. All right, Greg, let me talk yes. about my story. Yes. So out of Fort Myers, Florida, there's a restaurant named Mad Fresh B- uh, Bistro, and it has decided to ban ketchup for all of their patrons who are over the age of 10 years old. It is banning Why? ketchup. I guess they're assholes. Well, yeah. And also because, I mean, they're banning it, which, uh, to be fair, I said they're assholes, but I know that, um, like, Brian and Lisa Wood, proprietors of Big Ass Sandwiches, an amazing place here in town, they don't uh, have ketchup for their sandwiches, but that's because it's the way that they're prepared, and they serve, you know, their product, and they serve it well. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, so, like, Brian Wood hates ketchup. Yeah. Hates it so much. Like, yeah. he, he gets, 
If you want to get Brian Wood pissed off, talk to him. Brian Wood, uh, owner of Big Ass Sandwiches. I just said that. Him and Lisa Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know. Yeah, so he uh, he hates. If you ever want to piss him off, tell him how much you love ketchup. Okay. You might get punched in the face. Wow. So anyway, so they're refusing to serve it to anybody over the age of 10. So the menu reads on it, uh, this is Mad Fresh Bistro. It says, chef reserves the right to refuse the service of ketchup. So a Mad Fresh Bistro's logic is that they season their food well and it shouldn't be smothered by processed uh, tomato-based condiments. It's kind of snooty. Yeah. Yeah. A Mad Fresh Bistro in a statement said, we know, we know people love their ketchup, but honestly, if you're over 10 years old, we will ketchup will not be provided. Similarly, salt won't be making an appearance next to your meal either. You simply we ask simply that you must trust us. We know what we're doing. Part of the experience is to trust the chef and not have a preconceived notion of what your dish is going to need. That's that's rather snooty way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, just don't serve any ketchup in the place. Don't don't have ketchup then. Yeah. What are you going to do? Thinking. Like how? Like you're going to walk a kid out and, take and be it like, away? "Oh, you're 11 years old. You can't have ketchup." That's what I mean. That's it's no. No, I, I wouldn't go there. Mm-mm. Yeah, if somebody's telling me, like, no, we do it right, and you can't accent it in any way, shape, or form, because it's perfect well, the way it is. Well, they just shouldn't serve ketchup. Just be like, no, we don't serve ketchup. Yeah, we and don't that, have that's ketchup. Policy. That's exactly it. That's what big ass sandwiches do. They yeah. don't have ketchup. Yeah. That's, if you, don't be a jerk about it. You just kind of, kind of, that really chapped my hide. That grinds my gears, Greg. Oh, God. Finally. A man in San Antonio, Texas, is facing felony charges after allegedly stabbing his roommate numerous times after his roommate was making too much noise having a threesome next door. Wow, a lot of a lot of sexual activity in this. So much sexual activity, so what, right? What was going on? Uh, so it was his birthday. So this guy uh, hey, was having the birthday. threesome, right? That's a good birthday. He was bro. having a great birthday. July second. This guy goes and fucks it up. Ladies, July second. Wow, that's like the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> You know that I just said he's stabbed, stabbed numerous times, well, right? Well, yeah, minus that part. Okay. Um, so the, his roommate, uh, who is Antonio Flores Narciso, 42 years young, was arrested and charged with burglary of a habitation with the intent to commit felony force uh, for the attack that happened, uh, let's see, last month. So the roommate, who was making all the sexy noise, okay. uh, was celebrating his 35th birthday by having sex with two women. Nice, in okay. his room All right. in the place that he paid to live. He was a tenant. According to the arrest report, Narciso, uh, Narciso kicked down the roommate's door to complain about the boisterous cries of passion. It's his birthday. Come on. I think boisterous cries of passion is like my new favorite phrase ever. <laughs> boisterous cries of passion. Uh, when the when the you know birthday boy yelled at his roommate to get out of his room. Yeah, dude, come on. He's pissed. He's like, come on, dude. It's my birthday. I'm having yeah. a threesome with two ladies. Yeah, don't What's fuck happening? this up for me. Why are you fucking this up for me? Um, so the roommate yelled at him to get out of the room. The suspect allegedly grabbed a kitchen knife and proceeded to stab the victim numerous times in the head, back, and hands. That's a bit of an overreaction. That's a little bit of an overreaction. Uh, the roommate was taken to a local hospital and treated for uh, non-life-threatening injuries. Although both women were able to identify Narciso by name from a photo lineup, uh, he was only charged this week. They took a while. They dragged their heels a little bit. So did he, but then he had to come home and live with the roommate after that? I don't know. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Didn't mean to stab you in the head multiple My times, bad. buddy. That would be a lot of hate smiling right there. <laughs> My bad. Oh, sorry. It's Happy little, birthday. <laughs> it's a little cranky. There you go, my friends. That's your world crazy. Yeah, lots of like multiple sex partners in this. In this yeah. world of crazy. Yeah, yeah. It really I is. didn't. Very free spirited. The themes just find themselves sometimes. It was a free spirited uh, world of crazy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what you got going there. All right, I've got a little bit of uh, of ball talk, and I think it's um, before we do some uh, Doctor Science. Which go ahead and put your questions in there for Doctor Science, sure. or maybe you said you already had some. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. There was uh, actually somebody. Come on, computer. There we go. Um, there we go. There we go. Ew. There we go. Stop it. There we go. All right. Sorry, I'm pulling something up myself. Wait, that sounded... I realized after I said that how that sounded. Probably not as bad as I just made it out to be, though. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. First up in ball talk, we have this. 
So, the NFL season has begun officially last night. The first game happened, and it was the Seattle Seahawks versus the Green Bay Packers. It sure was. And uh, the Seahawks did end up winning. They actually looked pretty good. Of course, they're the defending Super Bowl champions. But coincidentally, there's an article that just came out now about the popularity of the Seattle Seahawks and about how there are a lot of people that want to go to their games, and it's very expensive to go to their games now. Let me just pull this up. Let's take let's take a look about the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So a study was found about the season opener. First off, do you know? Uh, take a guess of how much it is to park near uh, CenturyLink Field. Um, like forty bucks. Cheapest is sixty. What? The and um, oh, it goes no. all the way up to one hundred and twenty dollars to park for the afternoon near the stadium. $60 was the cheapest Wow One that this person Why would you find. even drive There's so much good public transportation Okay yeah but I guess people. That's ridiculous Yes Then how much could tickets possibly be Tickets Alright they, they talk about tickets The cheapest tickets on the street Were going for $300 a piece 300 bucks And that's like the nosebleed type Oh my god Yeah $300 um, They uh, Let's see Their food Actually, the food wasn't isn't isn't that overpriced for a stadium. It's a dollar for water, three dollars for corn on the cob, seven dollars for tacos, and a hot dog was four bucks. I mean, that's all outrageous prices, but comparatively, that's about average stadium. Yeah, you know, game prices. But the uh, yeah, the tickets three hundred bucks, parking sixty, eighty, one twenty. Those were the three different lots they looked at. Um, and, uh, and then merchandise and all that stuff. You know, that's just on top of everything else. So, it's a lot of money that to is, go to a Seahawks game. Those I are did, very valuable tickets that um, people have. I remember going to a... <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> um, I remember going to Seahawks games when people I was little. just give me a pair because I know somebody who's a football fan. Never mind. That's um, a 1% I'm being asked. Yeah, that is... It, but, you're, right. it, but you're funny. Um, yeah, I remember... like I. I wish I remembered more when I went to a Seahawks game when I was a little kid, but I right. Well, they weren't no. very. They weren't as yeah. Uh, they were awful. Yeah, they yeah. were terrible for years. But they're the Super Bowl winners now, mm-hmm. and they're really they're really fucking good. So there's they're very very popular. Anyway, that's the Seahawks game. Moving on in ball talk, we'll go to another team. This is the Cleveland Browns, where of course their currently backup quarterback Johnny Manziel is playing, Johnny also known football. as Johnny Football, and now soon to be known as. Johnny Cleveland. He is. Did filed. you give a thumbs up? Yeah. Greg just gave a thumbs up. Johnny when he did Cleveland. That. Oh wow. Johnny uh, Manziel has filed for a trademark to uh, own the rights to the name Johnny Cleveland. You can't give yourself a nickname. That's not how it works. Well, he already has like the least inventive nickname ever, Johnny Football. But now it's jo- Johnny Cleveland. This is what he's filing the uh, patent for. Filing for the trademark, rather, for Johnny Cleveland. So there is that. Um, I'm going to make some predictions on college football, as I usually do for the year, because I haven't started that yet. Before I do that, though, I I did want to play just part of this. Now, Cleveland Browns fans, I don't know how familiar you are with this, Sarah, with mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns. I'm not. I'm not familiar at all. Okay, the Cleveland Browns, are kind of, they, they've been terrible for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. Many years. And they always put out hope. But some of their fans are actually some of the funniest people because they know how bad the team has sucked for years, and they know every year their hopes get dashed. This guy has put out this uh, this thing. I just wanted to play a little bit of it. Oh, it's called. The, it's called the Angry Browns fan. Browns, and it's a spoken word, like kind of in the style. I will of, dispense advice. Oh, is this like a, always wear sunscreen? Yeah. Don't get your hopes up. Odds are by week six. You'll already be looking towards the future and will be let down yet again by the team. Oh, man. The future, it never gets brighter in Cleveland. Nope. New players come, old players leave, draft picks become busts. The hype, don't buy it. Sure, it's easy to root for a new quarterback who was drafted 22nd overall in the first round, but we've seen it before. Remember Brandon Whedon and Brady Quinn? That 22nd pick is doomed. They can have it back. I don't want that pick anymore. Take it. 
quit looking like a dude. This is like a very angry, uninspiring version of it. Celebration, and you aren't Johnny Manziel. Stop. You look like a tool. Hell, Johnny even looks like one. But at least he can do it with money. You can only do it with receipts from Walmart. Rollback. Alcohol. Okay, well, there we go. That's part of it. Uh, that is Angry Browns fan. I'll be checking back in with him throughout the uh, season. A corn dog in the chat just said his favorite headline that he read today, uh, Onion Headline. Johnny Menzel forced to wear Cleveland Browns jersey in cruel rookie hazing incident. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Sarah? Yes, sir. Of course, every year when it comes around to college football, I make predictions that are, statistically speaking, 100% correct um, on By occasion. the way... John and Boring in the chat is very scary right now. He just said, he wrote, I've never seen him because he's never serious, you know? He's wrote, if you predict anything about the Oregon the Duck game, if you predict the, the Duck game tomorrow, I will fucking kill you. Wow. That's a rather uh It was really scary. That's, that's a rather serious threat. I know, because I thought, like, you know, he's all, like, funny haha, and then he's, like, threatening to murder you, and... You know what? That, I, that, I have a policy on this show where I don't make predictions on Oregon or Oregon State games or Portland Trailblazers games. Because uh, I just I don't don't make predictions on those because it's a lose lose situation for me. Because of that, I'm going to make a prediction on the Oregon game. So John and Boring. Oh my God! I Greg. will make a prediction on that game. All right. First up, oh, what is it? Greg is a Greg has some bees in his bonnet today. Greg's what? a little. I, the, the message no. says I will fucking kill you. I'm going to make a prediction. On I it. love it. I love it when you get a little <laughs> feisty. Greg is like in his. He isn't seriously in the I don't give a fuck mode today, and it is really, when it's not pointed at me, it's amazing. <laughs> All right, first up, we'll make a prediction on this game Michigan versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame, ranked number 16. The world loves Notre Dame. Me, me, me. The gold helmets and all of that stuff. It's because of the hunchback. Michigan, not ranked right now. They are, but both teams are 1 0 going into this. Second game of the season. I predict Michigan will win this football game. They will upset Notre Dame at number 16. Michigan will win. Moving on in ball talk, or moving on in our predictions, we'll go to prediction (laughs) number two. We're going to go with uh, Kansas State versus Iowa State. Kind of a boring matchup there. Kansas State number 20. Iowa State not ranked. 0-1. Kansas State will win that match. So so far we've got Kansas State and we've got Notre Dame. And the match, the game, that John in Boring has asked me to predict. The biggest game You're in college out. football. kind of scares me. This weekend. Oh my God. Greg, are you sure you want to do this? Michigan State versus the University of Oregon. In a one-time only event. I'm going to make a prediction on an Oregon team. Oh, my God. Oregon ranked number three going into this uh, with a lot of hype. Marcus Mariota, very good quarterback. <laughs> John saying, Michigan Tropical State. Summer 6, only Greg's foot was ever found. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, only your foot. <laughs> Michigan State Spartans coming in. Real hyped team, number seven right now. A lot of talk about them, maybe uh, bringing the Big Ten back into the back into the fold. Oh, of, so that's uh, close. It's number three and number seven? Number three and number seven. It's the biggest game in college football this weekend. Why are you doing this? Because this is making me so uncomfortable. John and Boring made me do this. John, why did you make him do this? John and Boring made me do this. In the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Sarah, here is my prediction. I predict that... The University of Oregon will win the game against Michigan State at Autzen Stadium in Eugene. And that is my prediction. U of O will win. U of O. What were my other ones? Kansas State. Some other team. I forgot already. U of O, Kansas. What was my other team? I actually did. Oh, no. uh, Michigan. Michigan. Kansas State. University of Oregon. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, wow. <laughs> I am actually... You know, I'm, taking, John a screen, didn't, I'm ja- taking a screen cap of that. If John didn't love Kathleen so much, I think that he might actually murder you. But, if he knew that he was going to have to go to jail okay, and, and leave his, his wife and family, like <laughs> I, my, that's the only reason I know he's not going to do it. My predictions, are, they kind of fall in line with, with what we were talking about yesterday with, um, with uh, Magic Tiffany. I don't actually 
he doesn't hold the power to sway. I play for neither team, and I have no connections to actually <laughs> pull that. But I do appreciate the fact of how clairvoyant people think that I am and agree that I am. So maybe I am. All right. Well, now you just made me interested in watching football tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? <laughs> it's tomorrow. Okay. Now I t- I, I want to watch it. Oregon I and Michigan know. State are playing at three thirty. Three thirty Pacific time. There we go. All right. Uh, do we want to do a little bit of Doctor Science? Yes, I do have. Uh, actually, someone that. is going on an adventure, and they uh, wrote in to us. So I, I want to get. I, I want to get all my ducks in a row. Let me. Why don't we play a brief ducks song? In a row. I didn't even think about that. All right, so we're, are we going to take a quick pause? Quick, quick pause. Okay, quick pause, and then we'll be right back with uh, a quick Dr. Science segment right here on Fun Employment Radio. There you go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> All right, it is getting very sciencey in here, Sarah. Oh, gross. I forgot how much a, I hated this. It's been a while since we've done a Dr. Science segment. Ah, uh, where. Greg is no longer with us. Dr. Science puts on his science hat and dispenses the truths to dispel the untruths that you may have learned. So essentially it's this, the way Dr. Science works. There's a lot of things you've learned in your educationings and colleges and various institutions. And I'm not saying all teachers are liars. I'm I'm not saying all teachers are liars, but sometimes they are uninformed. And this needs to be corrected, and this is why we have the Dr. Science segment. It's a kid-friendly segment, because I know a lot of people, especially now with school starting back up, they want to get their kids ready, ready to take on the year and give them a little bit of an advantage. And so what most people do is they'll, if they have kids, they'll set them down on Sundays. I hear Sunday evenings is generally when they listen to Dr. Science. And they'll play this segment for them and give their kids that extra little Oh my God, well you just started already. To go into the, go into the school year and the school day with a little extra knowledge they can spread to the other kids. Just smearing it to the other kids. Smearing knowledge all over the world. So first we've got to do some science stretches. Which is so gross. I stretch and you got to get the science juices flowing through your body. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you done? I, yeah. I just kind of tuned you out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling very sciencey <sighs> right now. I mean, really sciencey. All right, the first one is from Jasmine. Ah. Jess writes, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! What makes pool water murky? What makes pool water murky? Well, Jez, that is a very, very good question, and I have a surprising answer. Now, a lot of people would think, of course, when they go to pools, especially maybe if you sneak into apartment complex pools where many, many different people are using it. All types of people. Swimming in there, bathing, essentially taking a bath together. And that's what those pools are. It's a bathtub. It's a big bathtub. It's a big bathtub where you're soaking and you're letting everything just kind of come out of your body and just rub right off. All that stuff that's collected on your body, all that skin... All the oils, the extra hair, the scabs, all comes flowing off because you're in that in that bathwater. But the key is what makes it murky mm-hmm. is this. There is uh, something a lot of people don't think about. There's something that thrives in this kind of environment, and it is the pool mite. Yes, the pool mite is actually what you're seeing when the water is cloudy. You are walking through millions upon millions of pool mites... Essentially breeding. And that's what's at the bottom of the pool, why, why you can't see past that point. You're walking through a pool mite uh, breeding ground. And that's what makes the water murky. Pool that's mites. so gross. All right, real quickly. We yep. have one more. Uh-huh. This is from Patch. So uh, Patch in Cincinnati wrote to us, and he's getting ready to drive up to Nova Scotia. And he wanted to ask you... Director Science? Yes. Yes! <laughs> what... Do, oh, so this is what Patch says. He says, what do I do if I encounter a Canadian Sasquatch? Oh! Oh, that is a good question. A Canadian Sasquatch. Okay. Well, we've got to think about a few different things here. So you're going to be up there in... You'll, you'll be 
up there in Canada. So these are northern squatches. So part of just physiologically, they're going to be a little bit extra hairy because they have to deal with the winter. We all know this. I mean, it just makes sense. Clearly. Um, so it's a, it's a much more coarse hair that they have on their body. But on top of that, since they are up in Canada, and we all know about Canadians, and it's true even with Sasquatches since they are, in a way, partially human. Sasquatches, just like Canadian humans, are very, very friendly. They're very nice. They're very polite. But because of that politeness, this, this is why they're limited in numbers, you also will have a better chance of snapping a picture with them or being able to control them. Now, um, American Sasquatches, they're, they're a much angrier breed. They're, they're very independent. You know, they like their guns and all that stuff. These ones, the Canadian ones, you can actually lure them in a lot easier. So the best thing to do is this. When you go out into the woods, like pull over to the side of the road, and if you're out in a good patch of woods... You can set out some treats for them. They like M&M's. Set out some M&M's. They, they like M&M's. Uh-huh. And then Are you sure this isn't just you? And then you have to wait there for the Sasquatches to show up. And you may have to wait a couple hours before you see one. It may be a couple hours. But before they show up, get yourself a good, big, long stick. And then when the Sasquatch reaches over and it shows up in the cab, it starts eating the M&M's, you'll run up behind it and you smack it on the on the leg with a stick. Not too hard. Just hard enough that you know it show, you show it who's boss. The Sasquatch would be like, oh, oh, damn. And then you just give them some pokes and they'll get really scared. So you take your stick and you just kind of poke them in the ribs. And then you can take all the pictures you want while you're doing that. And then when you're done, you know, then you're like, all right, you get out of here, Squatch. You get out of here. And then you shoo them off. But because they're so polite, they're really easy to, to control. It's Canadian Squatches. Don't try it with American Squatch, though. It's the different different type. Thank the gods. That's been Dr. Science. Poke it with a stick. Don't don't poke anything. You can deal stick. with a lot in nature by poking things with sticks. This is the next. Isn't that one. kind of what you thought about homeless people too? I didn't think that about homeless people. That was the one guy that I thought maybe would. I wasn't sure if he was alive. So or you not. thought that maybe he died in the park, and you were wondering if you should poke him with a stick. <laughs> that guy is. Oh, I'm sorry. I made it sound so much worse than it actually was, Greg. Oh, boy. There we go, sir. There we go. Dr. Science should have a website. Spelling. Un- uh, you know what? If I set up a website through Squarespace, of course, our fine sponsor, Squarespace. Oh, my gosh. Of course. I could probably set this up, and I could put up videos and educationings for children. Stop saying educationings. It could be like a whole children's. The scary thing is, honestly, if I marketed it that right. And I really crafted what I my complete lies that I'm making up. I bet I could get people to actually. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It. Don't pull back the completely lies. Don't don't tell a dirty lie like that. That was a test. <laughs> of course, they're not lies. Um, but that's but, true. Uh, but Squarespace would, uh, would be the best place to set it up. Squarespace through. would be how I did it, mm-hmm. and because I could also set up a store and sell different uh, Doctor Science artifacts, as I would call them, and different things like things that help you. Uh, Squeeze out your science juices and all kinds of stuff like that. And so that would be all at... That was gross. I shouldn't have said that one. Um, that'll be all at squarespace.com because that's how I would set up the website. Squarespace.com. And then the offer code, of course, Fun Employment, will get you 10% off. Heck yeah. And I can incorporate a store. All of it is so easy to set up on there. And it's uh, it's fantastic. We really appreciate their sponsorship. And we love them very much. Squarespace.com. Sign up for your trial. Use the offer code Fun Employment, and you get 10% off. Very, very cool. Very cool. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget. Bada bing. Two things for you to know. One, listen to yesterday's episode, mm-hmm. 1178, to find out how you can enter in to the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament presented by Metro PCS at the Landmark Saloon on September 14th. And the thing is, we're going to need backup teams too, so sign up. It's it's filling up fast, but sign up so you're on that list. And that way you can because you can things come up and maybe someone's signing exactly. up or like all of a sudden like they have to be out of town or whatever. So you will. I mean, just because even if you don't make the initial list, that doesn't mean that you don't have the chance totally. to becoming America's Ab- next top cornholer. Right. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. six hundred dollars in prizes, three hundred dollars top prize, two hundred second, one hundred third, all of that. And we're going to be hanging out there all day at the Landmark Saloon on Forty Eighth and Division for that. And then the other thing to let you know about. Is tickets are now on yes! sale for the Fun Employment Radio fifth anniversary listener party? 
Holy balls. I'm so, so excited. We're getting something up on the website. If you're listening via podcast, you'll probably already see it. Uh, but it is uh, tickets are on sale. What's the website to go to, Sarah? How can they buy these uh, right now? To buy the tickets right now, I wish that you I had a little more notice because I didn't have it pulled up still, but I can get it right now and we can take this out and post and here it is. It's at etix.com. E-T-I-X.com. Okay. Yes. And we'll, we'll have a link on our website. Mm-hmm. It's also on our Facebook page, uh, Fun Employment Radio on Facebook. Feel free to like that and follow us on, like us on iTunes and all of these different things. All right. You guys are awesome. We so, so, so appreciate this you. This has been such a fun show. week. You guys are fantastic. Um, Tomorrow on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Chronicles of the Nerds. Yeah. That's 1030. And other things. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll be back on Monday with more <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.